Hello, my friends. Hope everyone is doing swell. Uh, I have a fun, I have a fun podcast here today. I think. Um, are you part of the light force or are you part of the dark side? <laughs> the light side or the dark side? The force, right? Uh, a little Star Wars for you guys. Anyway, I have a whole bunch of articles in front of me. Um, I think we'll start with Scientific American. Um, we're going to be talking about the light side and the dark side of personality. So this article uh, is called The Light Triad versus Dark Triad of Personality. A lot of people talk about the dark triad and I have an article here that I'm also going to get into talking about um, the dark triad and how they're saying should it become the dark tetrad um, because they're talking about adding in sadism to the dark triad. Um, another couple articles I have, so this is going to be a substantial podcast, so strap in. Um, we're going to start with this article in Scientific American. So new research contrasts two very different profiles of human nature by Scott Barry Kaufman. And this was published March 19th, 2019. All the article links, everything, even like the quiz, there's going to be a quiz um, link for you in the details. So I hope you check that out so you can see how how much percentage of of each you are and all sorts <laughs> of cool stuff all right so the article starts off i still believe in spite of everything that people are truly good at heart and frank said that and then the other quote what's one less person on the face of the earth anyway said ted bundy so obviously they are showing already the polarity in personality right there. Um, why are dark triad people so seductive? Why do they get all the research attention? I asked my colleague David Yaden in his office. Immediately his ears pricked up and he asked me to send him papers on the dark triad, remarking that he hadn't heard of the dark triad but that it sounded fascinating thus proving my point. Um, when I went back to my office, I emailed some papers to David and my colleague Elizabeth Hyde. In quick email response, David simply wrote, light triad? Now my ears pricked up. Was there such a thing? Had it been studied? Dun, 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 dun. The dark triad has already been well studied first discovered by Delroy Paulus and Kevin Williams in 2002, the dark triad of personality consists of narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. While these three traits had traditionally been studied mostly among clinical populations, um, like criminals, for example, I can't talk, this is going to be a fun attempt at reading all this stuff to you guys. Um, <clears throat> Paulus and Williams showed that each of these traits are clearly on a continuum. We are all at least a little bit narcissistic, 
Machiavellian, and psychopathic. So they they draw it out in a triangle, the dark triad, and on each axis of the triangle or each angle, whatever, um, is one of these dark traits: psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellian. Machiav oh man. That one's hard for me to say at all times. Machiavellianism. Um, that's a tongue twister. Since their initial paper, research on the topic has increased quite a bit each year, with two-thirds of the publications of the Dark Triad appearing in 2014 and 2015 alone. While each of the members of the Dark Triad has unique features and correlates, there is enough overlap among these socially aversive traits that Paulus has argued that they should be studied in concert. Indeed, there does appear to be a dark core to personality. While research on dark personalities has certainly contributed to our understanding of the darker side of human nature and how each of us differs in the extent to which we consistently exhibit dark patterns of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors in our daily lives, what about the light side of human nature? I really like, um, side note, I really like the approach of this author. He actually happens to also be the researcher um, that ends up doing a lot of research on the light side, the light triad, which is cool because as you know, if you look for darkness, you're going to find darkness. So just the idea that people are researching the lighter side of personality is great because that means they'll find more good to talk about in humanity, right? <laughs> um, pretty cool. Okay, going on, he says, Everyday saints. Socially aversive people certainly exist, but what about everyday saints? I'm not talking about the person who publicly does a lot of giving and receives many public accolades and awards for all their giving and who constantly gives to others in order to achieve personal success. I'm talking about the person who, just by their being, shines their light in every direction. The person who isn't constantly strategic about their giving, but who emits unconditional love naturally and spontaneously because that's just who they are. So this is what we set out to find out. Through many email exchanges and personal meetings, David, Elizabeth, and I looked at existing tests of the dark triad and brainstormed a variety of items relating to the conceptual opposite characteristics of each member of the dark triad, but we created items that weren't simply the reverse of the dark triad items. Our initial pool of items related to forgiveness, trust, honesty, caring, acceptance, seeing the best in people, and getting intrinsic enjoyment from making connections with others instead of using people as a means to an end. To our surprise, we hadn't expected there to necessarily be three factors. Three distinct factors emerged from our studies, which we labeled Kantianism, treating people as ends unto themselves, not mere means, humanism, valuing the dignity and worth of each individual, and faith in humanity, believing in the fundamental goodness of humans. 
Okay, so Kantianism, I think they got probably from Immanuel Kant, right? The philosopher. And then faith in humanity uh, sounds just like altruism a little bit. Um, which, by the way, have you seen that one person who talks trash about uh, altruism? Um, I need to look that up really quick, I think. They said it's evil. Um, this is like a total side note I didn't think we were going to discuss, but I have to, I have to address this because it just came up. So there's this one really kind of famous person, Ayn Rand, and she talks about a lot about the morality of altruism and how altruism is evil because it says you have to self-sacrifice and she's very dramatic in her explanation and she kind of misconstrues altruism a little bit because really as you know self-love is so important if you don't have a full cup you can't overflow into other people's lives right so that's really an altruistic standpoint in my head and this person, Ayn Rand, goes on rants on and on and on with tons of videos and publications and everything about why altruism is evil. And it's saying, she's saying because it causes you, you have to self-sacrifice. So if you're not sacrificing yourself somehow, then it's not altruistic. But I'm, in my opinion, it's misconstrued in how she explains it. Um, anyway, okay, getting back to this article. Um, so the triad, the light triad, they depict in a triangle, just like, you know, the dark triad, and they have on each axis, you know, those three things. And you guys can look at this article if you're interested in looking at the diagrams or you can just Google or whatever and look at images and see it pretty easily. Um, after a series of refinements of our initial items and sophisticated statistical analysis conducted by Eli Tusakayama, we settled on 12 items that capture the essence of this light triad. You can take the light triad scale here um, so they have a link in the Scientific American for the light triad versus dark triad balance. Um, but then I also am going to have a link just for that specifically in the comments or in the details of this podcast. Um, we have now administered the light triad scale to thousands of people of different ages, genders, races, and ethnicities, and the results are far reaching. First, it is clear that the light triad is not merely the opposite of the dark triad, which, um, while the two are negatively related to each other, the relationship is only moderate in size, a correlation of about 0.50. Supporting the idea that there is at least a little bit of light and dark in each of us. In my view, it's best to view those who score extremely high on the dark triad not as a separate species of human, after all, to have a dark side is to be human, but as magnified and unleashed versions of potentialities 
that lie within all of us. With that said, it seems like Anne Frank may have been onto something in the opening quote of this article. We calculated a light triad versus dark triad balance score for each participant by subtracting each person's score on the dark triad from their score on the light triad. The average balance score of the entire sample was 1.3, suggesting that the average person is tipped more toward the light relative to the dark in their everyday patterns of thoughts, behaviors, and emotions. As you can see in this scatter plot, okay, <laughs> you can't see it unless you look at the article, but extreme malevol malevolence is extremely rare in the general population, according to their study. Um, portraits of the light and dark triad. What about the contrasting profiles of the light and dark triad? We found that the dark triad was positively correlated with being younger, being male, being motivated by power, instrumental sex, achievement and affiliation, but not intimacy, having self-enhancement values, immature defense styles, conspicuous consumption, selfishness, and viewing their creative work and religious immortality as routes to death transcendence. The dark triad was negatively correlated with life satisfaction, conscientiousness, agreeableness, self-transcendent values, compassion, empathy, a quiet ego, a belief that humans are good, and a belief that one's own self is good. Oh, that's sad. See, if, there, if there's a negative correlation with people um, with of the dark triad, like predominant, more predominant dark triad traits, they are negatively correlated with their own self-worth. So their belief in oneself as being good, they don't believe that there is good. Um, and I think that that's a big place to look and see where we can improve um, how these people feel about themselves. It's all about the inner world, you know? Okay, the dark triad also showed positive correlations with a variety of variables that could facilitate one's more agendic-related goals. For instance, the dark triad was positively correlated with utilitarian moral, what, not utilitarian, <laughs> with utili utilitarian moral judgment and the strengths of creativity, bravery, and leadership, as well as assertiveness, in addition to motives for power, achievement, and self-enhancement. Also, an unexpected correlation between the dark triad and curiosity was found, which was localized primarily to the embracing, I like to do things that are a little frightening. <laughs> I prefer jobs that are excitingly unpredictable and deprivation. It disturbs me when I don't understand a solution. It bothers me if I don't know a word. Forms of curiosity interesting. Oh, interestingly, after we controlled for the more antagonistic elements of the dark triad, the dark triad actually showed 
positive associations with a number of growth-oriented outcomes. Well, not surprising, because I bet you these people are also competitive. Um, these findings suggest that the callous and manipulative core of the dark triad does not do these individuals many favors. It's likely that the variance that is left over once the malevolence-related variance of the dark triad is removed is associated with agentic extraversion, the particularly aspect of extraversion associated with assertiveness, which may provide a protective factor for those scoring higher on the dark triad. Ah, so it's like to help them in life, they have to be more assertive to help protect, yeah, as a protection for their other, <laughs> their personality um, characteristics. In stark contrast, the overall picture provided by the pattern of correlations with the light triad was quite different than the dark triad. The light triad was associated with being older, being female, less childhood unpredictability, as well as higher lev levels of religiosity, spirituality, life satisfaction, acceptance of others, belief that others are good, belief that one's self is good, compassion, empathy, openness to experience, conscientiousness, positive enthusiasm, having a quiet ego, and a belief that one can live on through nature and biosociality, having children, after one's personal death. Individuals scoring higher on the light triad scale also reported more satisfaction with their relationships, competence, and autonomy, and they also reported higher levels of secure attachment style and eros in their relationships. Okay, I can't remember what the word eros means. Oh man, I read so much stuff. Okay, in general, the light triad was related to being primarily motivated by intimacy and self-transcendent values. Many character strengths correlated with the light triad, including curiosity, perspective, zest, love, kindness, teamwork, forgiveness, and gratitude. Note that the flavor of curiosity associated with the light triad, stretching, I actively seek as much information as I can in new situations, and I view challenging situations as an opportunity to grow and learn. <laughs> oh my gosh, it sounds just like me. Um, it differed from the flavor of curiosity associated with the dark triad, primarily embracing and deprivation. Mm. Mature defense styles were also associated with the light triad. Humor, sublimation, altruism, anticipation, as were optimistic beliefs about the self, the world, and one's future. Individuals scoring higher on the light triad scale also reported higher self-esteem, authenticity, and a stronger sense of self. In general, the light triad does not appear to be associated with any obvious downsides, with a few possible exceptions 
depending on the context. The light triad was negatively correlated with the motives for achievement and self-enhancement. Even though the light triad was positively related to productivity and competence. In terms of character strengths, unlike the dark triad, the light triad was uncorrelated with bravery or assertiveness. Such characteristics may be important for reaching one's more challenging goals and fully self-actualizing. Right, so to fully self-actualize, you can't go through life completely timid. Um, you need to be brave and assertive, um, for sure. That's the whole thing about balancing the masculine and feminine energies. Um, when you balance those energies, you're able to draw upon them both equally. So you can be assertive and dominant when you need to be. Um, but in a, still with nurturing, a, a sense of nurturing and caring and compassion. Uh, it's all about balancing everything. Additionally, in line with our predictions, the light triad was related to greater interpersonal guilt, including survivor. I sometimes feel I don't deserve the happiness I achieved. Aww. Separation. It makes me anxious to be away from home for too long. And omnipotent responsibility. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, omnipotent responsibility is like, I worry a lot about the people I love, even when they seem to be fine. Forms of guilt. Okay, so people with the light triad have a greater sense of guilt. Um, well, and that can be worked through also. So basically, both the dark and the light triad, if you're too, I guess, um, inflamed, or what was the word that they used? If you're, if you're really leaning on one side or the other heavily, then, um, I guess it could cause suffering on either side. So balancing your personality <laughs> would be helpful. While it may be adaptive to experience these forms of interpersonal guilt for facilitating relationships and repairing damage in a relationship, these forms of guilt may limit one's ambitions for fear of succeeding while others remain less successful. While if you are measuring success as far as like dollars and cents, if you're very successful, you're able to help more people. So I'm pretty sure that perspective is really key for these empathetic light triad folks. The light triad was also correlated with greater reaction formation, which is considered by some psychologists as a neurotic defense style, but which I conceptualize in my own work as an aspect of mature altruism. The reaction formation scale consisted of the following items. If someone mugged me and stole my money, I'd rather he be helped than punished. And I often find myself being very nice to people who by all rights I should be angry at. While having such loving kindness, 
even for one's enemies, is conducive to one's own well-being, these attitudes, coupled with greater interpersonal guilt, could make those scoring higher on the light triad potentially more open to exploitation and emotional manipulation from those scoring higher on the dark triad. Indeed, indeed, we believe further investigation of the social interactions between extreme light versus dark triad scores would be an interesting future line of research. Oh, yeah, it would, because that describes the empath and the narcissist, but in a broader sense. So it might not just be an empath, well, probably an empath on the light triad, but it might not be a narcissist per se. If they're in the dark triad, we're talking about narcissism, Machiavellianism, and, um, well, and they're also starting to include, which we're going to get to, sadism. Okay, so let's do the conclusion so we can get to the other articles. Um, there are definitely limitations of our studies and lots of areas for future research. The 12-item light triad scale should be viewed as a first draft and our four studies should be seen as more exploratory than definitive. Nevertheless, we hope our research helps balance the force in personality psychology. Yes, everyday psychopaths exist, but so do everyday saints, and they are just as worthy of research attention and cultivation in a society that sometimes forgets that not only is there goodness in the world, but there is also goodness in each of us as well. You can read our paper here, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so awesome, awesome. I hope you thought so. I loved it when I read it. So now I want to move over to psychology today. Should the dark triad become the dark tetrad? Is sadism distinguishable from psychopathy? This is posted August, uh, October 11th, 2019 by Arash Amanzadeha. I don't know how to say that name. Okay. So this is just about the dark triad, um, and there's a lot of research out there. The last article, um, Dr. Kaufman or whatever his name is, he is not lying. There's tons of research. It's very well documented, the dark triad. So the whole light triad stuff is kind of new in research, and he is kind of a pioneer in that area. Um, so it's kind of exciting. You know, there's always new research and new things coming out. All right, so this one. Here we go. Psychopaths, charming and ruthless, narcissist, arrogant, entitled, and Machiavellians, deceptive and calculating, all have a tendency to act cruel, cruelly and take advantage of others. Therefore, the traits of psychopathy, nar narcissism, and Machiavellianism Machiavellianism are commonly referred to as the dark triad. In an article published in the July-September issue of Quarterly Journal of Individual Differences, Canadian researchers proposed the replacement of the dark triad with the dark tetrad, the main difference being the addition of subclinical sadism. Sadism means deriving pleasure from inflicting pain. A sadistic person humiliates others, shows a long-standing pattern of cruel or demeaning behavior to others, or intentionally inflicts physical, sexual, 
or psychological pain or suffering on others in order to assert power and dominance or for pleasure and enjoyment. I don't know how many of you out there that are listening are listeners of the narcissism podcast that I've done and are interested in that topic. And I'm wondering if your ears are just pricking up and your face is on fire thinking about some of the narcissists that you may have encountered may also be sadists. I definitely know one. Um, and they are a covert narcissist, uh, and also a sadist, one of the most calculating and smooth talking and friendly, outgoing, extroverted person that you could probably run into. Um, they, these people on the outside do not look evil and they're usually really popular among people. Um, so that's the point of raising awareness on all this stuff. So that way, for those of you who aren't these people and who are around these people, have a better understanding of what the heck is going on. Um, sadism means, yeah, we already read that part, right? Yes, we did. Sadistic people are low in emotionality, honesty, humility, and agreeableness. That is, they have little empathy, are manipulative, and are hostile and vindictive. Previous research has linked being sadistic to the enjoyment of other people's suffering. The sadistic person does not have to be the cause of the suffering to derive pleasure from it. For instance, he or she may enjoy the suffering of a character in a violent video game or a violent movie. One argument against replacing the dark triad with the dark tetrad is that sadism is too similar to psychopathy. The present research examined whether this was truly the case. So, um, yeah, for the people that like to watch um, people getting beat up, like on those YouTube videos, and or people getting injured, there's a lot of those videos where people just get injured and they show little clips of people getting injured. Um, people that like watching those, that derive pleasure from watching other people get hurt, that is, that's sadistic. Um, anyway, okay. The dark triad or the dark tetrad. The study's sample included 615 students. 143 males at a large university in Canada. The participants had an average age of 18 years, range from 17 to 43 years. So they were mostly the students because the average age was 18. Even though the range was 17 to 43, that means there were not very many people that were much older than, um, you know, the student's age so I don't know maybe a couple teachers they had in there so their age range had to go to 43 they should have left it that out it would have been better for research uh, methodology I think in my head anyway uh, on only 143 males so the majority of their study a major majority massive majority was female which is interesting because we're studying uh, the dark triad and that's more found in men than women so from what we already have read 
Okay, measures included, I haven't read this article yet. Measures included the short dark triad, measures Machiavellianism, psychopathy, and narcissism, the comprehensive assessment of sadistic tendencies, which assesses verbal, physical, and vicarious sadism, and the Hexaco personality inventory revised which is a measure based on the Hexaco model of personality. Hmm, I've, I've never heard of that model. I'll have to look it up. Research, uh, no, sorry. Results showed that subclinical sadism correlated significantly but negatively with emotionality, honesty, humility, conscientiousness, and agreeableness. Well, yeah. So that's saying people that are sadistic show a negative correlation. Yes, that makes sense. Parallel analysis of 45 variables using assessment results from the short dark triad and the comprehensive assessment of sadistic tendencies provided support for the extraction of six unique factors. These factors, which explained over 40 5% of observed variants are listed below along with a sample each a sample item for each psychopathy people who mess with me always regret it um, Machiavellianism I like to use clever manipulation to get my way narcissism many group activities tend to be dull without me <laughs> I've actually heard someone say something so similar to that. It cracks me up. Okay. Um, physical sadism. I enjoy physically hurting people. Verbal sadism. I enjoy making jokes at the expense of others. And vicarious sadism. I love to watch YouTube clips of people fighting. Aha. Yes. Vicarious sadism. So, <laughs> my other hot topic lately that's been firing me up uh, to talk about is UFC fighting and MMA. The whole competitive fighting rather than using these techniques for personal development and even enlightenment in some cases with some of the training of, you know, these ancient fighting techniques and martial arts. They're, they can be used for full-on enlightenment and people are using them instead for ego-based things you know related to fame competition strength I'm better than you you know or figuring out my type of martial arts is more deadly than yours I mean seriously or are we kids in the playground uh, my my sandcastle is bigger than yours. I mean, come on, you guys. Uh, vicarious sadism. I love to watch YouTube clips of people fighting. Okay, do you see the correlation here with what I'm saying about people that like to watch fighting? Vicarious sadism. People that are fans of UFC and MMA and all types of fighting and watching it, they derive pleasure from this. That is vicarious sadism. It is a dark personality trait. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, coming full circle right now with you. 
Um, <laughs> continuing on, as expected, subclinical sadism was also correlated with the dark triad of Machiavellianism, narcissism, and especially psychopathy. This is not surprising. Given that these four factors share commonalities, psychopathy was most strongly linked with physical sadism because both variables are related to dominating and hurting others. It's not really rocket science to look at the kind of stuff in our world to see what the dark things are and what is promoting the darkness and spreading it. And um, we can, you know, say things like, hey, I don't agree with this. I see what it's doing to society. Maybe stand up for um, having a better future where people aren't as violent and sadistic. Oh, but that's just one body owl's opinion. Okay. Differences between psychopathy and sadism. So what is the difference between psychopathy and sadism? Previous research suggests that enjoyment of cruelty is a central aspect of sadism, but not psychopathy. The violent behavior commonly associated with psychopathy is more likely to be reactive, reaction to provocation, <laughs> to being provoked, reaction to being provoked, or instrumental like to obtain money or gain access to goods. So people that are psychopaths usually behave violently for a purpose or a reason to obtain something or if they're provoked, they're reacting. Um, a sadist, however, does cruel things not for reactive or instrumental reasons, but because they enjoy cruelty itself. So torturing an innocent person becomes its own reward. It's true. I know one and they are very cruel. <clears throat> um, concluding thoughts. The current study found sadism to have a weak to moderate correlation with the dark triad of Machiavellianism, psychopathy, and narcissism but to be distinct from them. Indeed, the magnitude of this relationship is comparable to the magnitude of correlations between Machiavellianism, psychopathy, and narcissism. <clears throat> Therefore, the findings of this investigation support replacing the dark triad with the dark tetrad, Machiavellianism, narcissism, psychopathy, and sadism. Okay. So that's interesting to see how that's going to unfold. And that was already over a year ago that was published. I need to grab my drink because I'm losing <clears throat> my voice. And I have a couple more articles that I wanted to go over. Um, well, first of all, the test that is it's actually just one more article and then there's two tests that i'm going to leave links to that you can take if you want are you on the light or the dark side of the force <clears throat> which is scottberrykaufman.com and i'll leave the link and then the other test is the light dark triad test 
and this is by idrlabs.com and I'll put the link for that and this says the dark triad and light triad tests are both popular research back tests that measure your dark antisocial and light pro-social traits respectively this test is one of the first to combine the dark and light triad into a single test delivering composite results do you tend toward the dark or the light side of personality for each of the following questions indicate how well it describes you so you guys can go here to these different websites and take these quizzes i took them well i took one i haven't and it was really late last night when i was finding all these articles so i probably need to take it again so the last article that i wanted to read um, and it, if it starts just literally saying things that we've already gone over, then I won't read the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure it has new information that I haven't covered. So this is an original research article and it's called the light versus dark triad of personality contrasting two very different profiles on human nature. So I believe that the scientific American article has a lot of the same information, but this expands upon that. Okay, I had to take a drink because I've been reading for a really long while now, it seems. So, all these researchers, um, Scott Barry Kaufman, David Bryce Yaden, Elizabeth Hyde, and Eli Tuskayama all worked together collaboratively on this project or this paper and they're from it says the Positive Psychology Center University of Pennsylvania never heard of it um, Positive Psychology Center sounds really cool and then the Business Administration Division of University of Hawaii while there is growing literature on dark traits okay this is very similar. Okay, the introduction is pretty much from the Scientific American. So, actually, you know what? I think it's really, really very similar. So, let's scroll down. The current studies, um, they're doing more research. And so, they're trying to expand on the already existing work of the Dark Triad to create the work for the light triad and I think that yeah they this was in March and the Scientific American article was also in March so I'm pretty sure it's pretty like basically the same thing so this just goes into more detail and I'll include the link to this because it shows like study one two three and four you can look at like the demographics and just more detailed information so i think that basically covers um this topic and i'm really excited for you guys to be able to take these quizzes if you never have um with all my study in psychology this is the first time recently that i've seen things depicted this way and um, I, it's fun to explore. So I hope you enjoy taking the quizzes and you're able to do some introspective work. If you are looking for healing or life coaching 
and you didn't realize that that is one thing that I do do for clients, um, visit my website, thebodyowl.com and um, set an appointment with me or send me a message at thebodyowl at gmail.com and we can talk about, you know, what your issues and goals or whatever it are and um, how I would be able to help you if you're feeling blocked, if your energy is feeling blocked, um, schedule an appointment with me for an energy healing and I can do that remotely. I can also teach you how to self-heal. There's all sorts of healing techniques that I, I do. And then also, if you guys aren't supporting my website, or my, not my website, my podcast, sorry, it's really late now, um, please consider supporting my podcast so that way I can continue bringing you um, lots of cool research. And I very much appreciate it. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, whatever it may be. Sending you love and positive vibes.